Change and motion is continuous. As I sit here looking out my window, it's obvious that summer's over, but winter hasn't arrived yet. All of a sudden, without warning, one of the trees in our front lawn has exploded into bright red, while most of the other ones on the street are just starting to give up their summer greens. Most change isn't a watershed. It's imperceptible twists and moves, constant motion that if you're not paying attention, slips right past you. But each increment of change contributes to a final outcome, which is why each member of the New Market Renegades, from the players to the coaches, are making small decisions and adjustments right now that will ultimately determine what happens at the end of the year. And for the families who are enjoying the ride, being aware of these changes is critical because you're watching the ongoing endless process of your child becoming and evolving into who they were meant to be. This is Renegades Rinkside, the evolving story of a minor hockey team, its players, coaches, and families making one more run for the championship. Find out how they do and who they become in this exciting journey. The best hockey happens right here. And the best part is, if you like this show, you could be here. You could have a front row seat for free to the best game in town every Friday night at the Ray 20 Recreation Complex here in Newmarket, Ontario. We've also got the schedule posted live for you, and you can listen to the shows and share it with your friends at renegaderinkside.ca. Links in the show notes below. Before we get to the game notes and the review, I want to talk to you about the present moment. I spent a lot of time in the human performance realm, and I can tell you this much about what I've learned. Now is where all the action is. The past is what you learn from. The future is what you plan for. And as much as these can affect performance, it's what you do in the right now that actually affects outcomes. You need to be aware of your moment-by-moment surroundings. The field of play changes quickly. The location of the puck, where your teammates are, where your opponents are. In the present moment, you might have a constraint, like a period clock about to run down, or an opportunity, like a power play or a breakaway. And if you're not conscious of the current state of all these moving parts, you can't be effective. Situational awareness is required to avoid being vulnerable to attacks, but also to seeing opportunities that no one else sees coming. Planning ahead can only make you so prepared. The difference is made in your ability to assess and leverage the constantly changing picture on the ground in the moment. Focus and attention to detail are part of it, but that's not all of it. It can also include an awareness of your state. In the now, do you detect fear, anxiety, hesitation, uncertainty, or impatience? Because these will color your judgment. If your intuition developed over a lifetime in the game were screaming at you, would you be able to hear it over your present state emotions? When people speak of game sense, they're referring to the culmination of training and experience where it meets the present moment awareness. Knowledge is not power. It's just potential power. It's what you do with that information in the context of the right now that makes you responsive and agile. Your immersion in the immediate moment, to the exclusion of everything else, is the realm of the professional. Now, how do you improve this skill? You might think that intensity of focus is the practice, concentration, but it's actually the opposite, the rare ability to simply be. Concentration is not an exertion. It's letting go of the urgency that outside events seem to demand. 
Presence is no more than noticing the forces that scream for your attention and owning the choice to let them go, to refuse to be a servant of the mind that thinks things, hears things, sees things, and feels things, and let them all be there. Because only then can you choose which ones you want to focus on. This is something that we learn to cultivate in the game, but we also have to remember present moment awareness applies in everything we do, when you're driving a car, when you're working at your job, when you're spending time with loved ones. But if a young player can cultivate that awareness so that they can be conscious of the choices that they make, they're far more in control of how life shows up for them. All right, let's talk about the latest game. On Lucky Friday the 13th, the Renegades met with the Markham Waxers. Now, this is a Markham team that we have never seen before, but the 06s definitely have. And as Paul and I discussed last week, they're a formidable team. Well-coached, well-practiced. You can tell this crew is not accustomed to losing. Really tight hockey game, and there's two reasons why we came away with the tie rather than going down to defeat. Number one was the awesome goaltending of number 31, Owen Marshall. Owen is just returning to gameplay from an injury that had him out for, oh, almost two weeks. I asked him what it was like to be back, how he felt, and what he thought of the opposition. Feeling good. Just injury was tough, but I'm feeling good now. So was this a tough team to face tonight? Yeah, they had some speed, but we kept them out of the house, so that was good. Was this team different than the Markham that you uh, are used to? Definitely. The Markham we're used to uh, definitely wasn't that good, so it was a surprise for sure. Is this the team to beat this year, you think? I think so, yeah. And the other reason we ended up in a tie is thanks to the single goal of number 11, Quinn Cameron. Quinn had an injury late last season, so he was obviously stoked to get back in the game, and this was his first goal of the season. I asked him how it felt. Felt pretty good, you know, had to play hard, play, play physical, uh, get the pucks deep. Was there anything that we could have done differently to uh, make the win tonight? Uh, chip the pucks out, get it deep more, you know. The defense were pinching, we didn't capitalize. Uh, it could have been a way different game. What's on your playlist right now? Stomping by NLE Chopper. And let's not forget the contribution of the awesome defense. I caught up with number 92, Charlie Mabley, for the first time outside the dressing room, and here's what he had to say about the game. It was a little tricky at the start but we're coming along good. Just got to keep the penalties down, keep our temper controlled. Team's looking good. Really like the 07s, how they play, bringing their physicality in and coming back and looking for another red hat. If you were to meet these guys again tomorrow, what would you do differently? I think we just had to, again, yeah, get rid of the penalties because you can't score goals off penalty kills. I think that's how they scored theirs too. Doesn't help at all. And at the end there, we probably had 10 shots on net within two minutes, and we just didn't get any luck. As usual, we caught the coaches rinkside for the first time this season. I got hold of coach Danny Woolridge. I asked him if Markham was the team to beat this year, and I like what he had to say. Listen to his answer. They've had a very strong team over the last few years. Um, I don't know if they are the team to beat. We haven't seen the rest of the team so far, but they're definitely a, a very fast and skilled team. Our guys definitely had a good game tonight and put the effort in. I, I think we are the team to beat. Once we clean up a few little things, um, I think all the rest of the league are going to be trying to come for us. And as always, we wanted to hear from head coach Larry Wood. We wanted to find out what were his impressions of the game, of the competitor, and how the boys were coming together, contributing, and staying persistent to avoid defeat in this crucial second game. 
Definitely the work ethic was there, this, this game uh, that we're looking for every game, but there's room for improvement there. I think it's the attention of detail on like one shift at a time, competing every shift, recognizing what their duties are for the next shift, and uh, they're definitely starting to embrace it, and we've seen them uh, sort of incorporate that in their game the last, uh, compared to the last couple of games, so it's definitely imp I'm impressed there. It's always great to have some commentary from some seasoned hockey veterans. Last week we had Paul Gillard, this week, we have Matt Fisher. Now, not only has Matt been a long-standing coach, but he has also served as the VP of Rep for the NMHA. So we got his insights on the game this week. Listen to the back and forth that we shared over the kitchen table just after this week's game. What do you think we needed to do? Like, right. if this is one of the... I asked Coach um, Woolridge right, after right, the game. Right. I said, is this the team to beat this year? And he's like, no. Nah. New yeah. Mark, New Marcus team. Oh, I love that Get comment. Like that. I yeah. love that. No comment. disrespect to Markham because they played great. No, and obviously a fantastic team. But what if we if we had to, now we've seen them? If right. we had to do it over, right. what, what do you think we need to work on? Uh, it's a good point. Uh, Markham coming in that is the OMHA finalists. So yeah, that's right. a strong team. If they made it to the final championship game in the OMHAs um, and becoming a finalist is, is an important opportunity that we want our boys to have an opportunity to make it to that as well. They were quick and they were fast. Mm -hmm. uh, you could see right away that um, they weren't shy of attacking the net. There were opportunities too where they pinned us in our own end. I noticed that um, they had a great forecheck, which caused us to have a lot of trouble in our own end trying to get the puck out. There was the odd time where we just iced it to get a change. Mm -hmm. And that's credit to Markham and the Markham Waxers Association and the coaching staff and what they've been doing with their group. Um, growing up through the 07 level, um, uh, last year at U16, Markham was in last place. Right. Uh, hearing that they had a strong 06-05 team and that they were going to be strong again this year. I think the boys were ready for them to come. Markham mm -hmm. came out hot. Mm -hmm. um, there was a bit of penalty trouble on both sides. Looks like the referees were doing a great job at controlling the game. And um, each each team was on back on their heels. And both goals were excellent. I feel bad for the first goal for uh, Owen Marshall coming in. For, he's been off with injury. Yep. Um, first game back off injury. And he's an excellent goaltender. First game back off injury. First shot that he's seen was a goal. Right. So a tough one there, but he battled back. And, and you know, after that, you could consider it a shutout from then on. So That's he right. was a stud and and uh, held us back there. Yeah. And I, I'm thinking about Quinn Cameron. You talk about injury. Right. Quinn lost uh, maybe, I don't know, third of the year last year. I think after Silverstick, he was pretty right. much gone. And uh, he gets on the ice and he he plants that oh, goal. I mean, that was a, he was stoked, whoa. dude. And I was stoked for him because he was yeah. playing so so well last year. So oh, I, I expect yeah. great things out of him. Yeah. What yeah. about you? Who you who oh, are you looking at? Well, let's just uh, pause and talk about Quinn for a sec. Sure. So yeah, Quinn's a pit bull. Mm -hmm. So Quinn, it's his puck and he wants it all game. And and you can't teach a player. You don't have a drill with a pylon to make a kid go around it to teach him how to go get the puck the way Quinn wants it. At the same time, smart player. A yeah. uh, good player, uh, the tenacity he shows, it makes him that excellent player. That yeah. tip that he had on that goal was wonderful. That's him driving to the net and 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 um, trying to capitalize on any opportunity. Big celebration at the end for him, which was awesome. Yes, it was an opportunity where you know he finally got that that uh, monkey off his back or that goal. Mm -hmm. A little story about Quinn too is that last year with the boys they. Um, they were an important game and the coaches challenged them and went around and, and in the intermission said, you know, this is an important game and kids had it on their face and they were ready. And they said, who are you playing for? 
who are you here for? Mm-hmm. And some guys said their dad, I'm here for, you know, they had sick relatives or whatever it is. And it's right. an emotional moment. And some teammates stole up, stood up and said, I'm playing for Quinn because Whoa. Quinn was, was there with, uh, off with shoulder surgery and just oh, watching. I know. I know. And it puts a tear. I, I know I spoke yeah. to the coaches, assistant coach at that time, put a tear in their eye seeing those boys gel like that. Yeah, one of the challenges that we're having that I've been talking to the coaches about and uh, we spoke, spoke to Paul last week about was the penalties. We just can't seem to keep out of trouble. We can't keep our cool. And, right. and, it's, and right. in, it didn't really cost us in the last game, but definitely Richmond Hill game, uh, you know, it could have been trouble. But right. in games prior, like the tournament, uh, you know, it cost us four points. But yeah, good teams will punish you on power plays, especially at this age group. Um, over the years, they've been running umbrellas or, or locks, and, and you can see that it's really starting to work to get that cross-ice pass. So you definitely want to stay out of the box. Having said that, it's that age group. Yeah. It's that, and it's the beginning of the year. So I don't know why. There's usually a theme with referees where they're a little bit stricter in the beginning of the year. And it's, it, and to be honest, it helps them police the season. Right. So kudos to them on what they're doing. But at the same time, um, you know, the odd time there's uh, there's a, an elbow that comes up or there's a slash. Um, those those are kids. They're you know they're at a, a teenager point in their life where um, emotions can get the best of them. Mm-hmm. If you rely on your coaching staff to teach these boys the right. Uh, positioning, how to shift, how to how to block seams, um, how, how to get the puck out, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there's there's opportunity there to be able to battle back. Markham, I found, was outstanding. You can see those boys have been coached very well. Um, they moved the puck around great. They shifted with the bumper. They got a couple cross-ice passes through seams. So uh, you can tell Markham's going to be a really good team this year. I had a question for you about the the gelling of the team. Right. So right. I was watching closely the defensive line. You've got an 07 and an 06 kind of working the defensive line throughout the whole game. Right. And they kept those shifts pretty tight. That's going to require some communication coordination. Oh, absolutely. I think these guys yeah. got to be locked in to yeah. each other. They've yeah. got to be sensing each other and stuff. And if you were the coach, what would you be focusing on trying to get these boys integrated this year? Yeah, that's a tough one. Number one, let's just start. These boys are athletes. Mm-hmm. So because they're excellent athletes, they're going to learn to gel with each other, but they need to know consistencies. You need to know what this player does and what he doesn't do. So you got to be able to gel with your with your teammate or your partner um, and know what, what each other's uh, tendencies are. I don't know. I always found when I was vice president, what I told coaches is get a tournament early. So that early bird tournament was crucial. Yep. It was a great opportunity for the kids to come out and try to just work out a couple couple kinks and maybe get some rust off. Mm-hmm. But what I also said is do two two uh, do uh, two early bird tournaments. Oh yeah. So at that point you would do one local. Mm-hmm. So it's somewhere where everyone can drive through, drive mm-hmm. to. Sorry, and the other one is an away tournament. Yeah. Because there's nothing like an away tournament to not only gel the boys, but to gel the coaches. That's right. Um, and if you're a coach right now and you, you want to get a handful of tournaments in, you get two out of the way at the beginning of the season. It doesn't impact your season schedule. Um, that's a great, great opportunity for the boys there. So there's another chance to gel there. Well, that's about our time for this week. Don't forget to come out to this week's home game. It's going to be at the Ray Twinney Recreation Complex, as always at 7 p.m. on Friday, October 20th, 2023. Don't miss this action. This hockey is as good as you would get anywhere else. Come and follow your favorite players. Bring the kids out. It's a perfect event for the whole family, and it's completely free. Free parking, free admission. You got the best seat in the house at our legendary Ray Twinney Arena. Come join us. The best hockey happens right here. Now, don't forget to go and check out renegadesringside.ca for all of the latest dates, 
and podcast episodes. And hey, you can even subscribe to make sure you never miss a show. I've been your host, Chris Williams. If you'd like help telling your brand story for your team, for your business, for your community, reach out to me at contact at fusechamber.com. That's all for this week. I look forward to the next one. And until then, let's go Renegades.